0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast, with the best moments from the past week, and a few things that didn't make it to air. Monday. I put up
1: a, uh, a decoration. We've been slowly kind of adding things over the month, but this weekend, I figured, you know, we're a week away. We've got to actually get all of the decorations ready to go. I want to enjoy it, before it's all swept away by wintertime. So I pulled out this big uh, spider decoration that we've got. It's actually a jumping one, and... I think my significant other should be very thrilled that I didn't actually put the batteries in and set it up somewhere to scare the pants right off of her. But it is just set up in the living room, and I posed it so that the arms and legs, you know, that all looking like it's moving and creepy crawly. And she's walked into the room and had a startle a couple of times. Now the placement has already had her jumping. Um, she doesn't want to take it down, though. I said, like, we can move it, we can change it. She said, no, her solution is to talk to it cutely and baby it, or else it gets scary, she says. It makes sense, though, to be afraid of things that uh, are real. Not things that don't exist, like ghosts or mummies. Mummies are real. There are mummies at museums.
0: Yeah. Prank. It's true. They've been preserved for thousands of years. They're all over. Why
1: on earth would a museum put a mummy in it? Don't hold your breath for any new, new Guns N' Roses music. Despite the long-awaited reunion of Axel, Duff, and Slash, uh, as well as the Hard School EP that we know is going to be releasing in February, the trio have not written any new music. Slash told Odyssey in an interview that all the material they have been looking at and practicing has been sitting around for a while. In his own w- words, he did not clarify if the band does plan to write new music eventually, so... Just stay tuned, I guess. Unfortunately, rapper Snoop Dogg is taking a break away from uh, selling Bic products uh, because of a very, very sad reason, a personal loss. He's remembering his mother, Beverly Tate. He says, uh, thank you for having me, mama. Um, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the cause of death was, but Beverly Tate did pass away on Sunday at the age of 70. And we also have another death to talk about, sadly, Jay Black, who was a frontman of the uh, band Jay and the Americans. A uh, performer of 60s hits such as Come a Little Closer and others uh, has died at the age of 82. Once again, no cause of death given.
0: You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast, Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM.
1: So many of these articles are starting to come out of the, of the woodworks. Things like uh, this one that really come out of video of a haunted doll. In fact, Britain's so-called most haunted doll forget Annabelle. It's all about Mary. Mary is haunted and she is making things happen. She's moving in her rock... she's rocking in a rocking chair. She's... she's... that's... that's it. It's, uh, ooh, ooh, ah, (laughs) you know? Uh, it's... I've seen the video, too. I've watched the video, and it clearly looks like something shifted. Yes, there's movement, but the doll kind of drops, like, three inches down into the chair, which then starts rocking, and I'm like, you know what happens when you push? A rocking chair that has something in it. It just, it kind of keeps rocking for a little while. Pretty sure that's what they mean. There's a string, there's a magnet, there's a little, you know, there's something weighted that collapses on cue or over a matter of time. It's just, it's it's some physical setup that is designed to make, uh, you know, a little object move in a room that's all by itself. No one else is in the room. Oh, couldn't be possibly anybody. You know watching it like the person who set up the camera for instance and here's the key for me in the corner of the video it says haunted museum and spirit shop store Uh uh-huh uh-huh i gotcha tuesday i was talking to somebody online and they were telling me they're like i was driving around and i was just disappointed i didn't see any houses decorated for halloween I'm, I'm here to tell you, you just took the wrong route. That is the only the only explanation, because there are so many houses that are going above and beyond, just going nuts for the decorations for Halloween. A lot of them having, you know, it's like a stop-by situation, or at least, you know, stop the car and enjoy the show for a little while. Uh, some are like, come on, back into the backyard, uh, you know, and uh, with all the, the spooky experience kind of tucked around the side, um, and a lot of them also taking donations for, you know, charities in town, food bank, SPCA, etc., right? There's far too many, in fact, to even give you a list on the air. So far better than that, you know, uh, you can give somebody a fish, you can teach them how to fish, right? There's this group that I have found extremely useful on Facebook. If you're on the face business, absolutely find Spooky Houses of Fort McMurray. Spooky Halloween Houses Fort McMurray. It's a group of very, very cool people who are either sharing their houses or looking for addresses and having other people share theirs, right? And information about when are the lights going to be on? Is it going to be all through this week every single night? Or is it going to be more just this Saturday and this Sunday Halloween night itself? Um, and you know those places are going to have some some good for the trick-or-treaters you just know it they're going all out already um and that's my plan uh not that i'm gonna go trick-or-treating on sunday instead no we'll be doing trick or eat and getting your food donations but on saturday night i'm planning to do a drive around a spooky but not unromantic drive with my partner on saturday night using the lists the maps the everything the resources from that group so that is where to find it my friends and i'll keep reminding people throughout this week because i want those displays that people put so much time into to be seen and to be enjoyed and for Halloween to really be felt this year before we immediately shift over into the next thing. Just shy of 2,000 Lady Justice figures will be available for Metallica fans to buy straight from the End Justice For All album cover. and The exact number is 1988, either to commemorate the original release year of the album or because 12 of them just didn't come out of the machine right. Uh, Pre-orders now open and I checked they have not sold out yet. Meanwhile, Paul McCartney says he is retiring from signing autographs. I'm sure he's jotted down his fair share over the years, so it doesn't come across as a snub towards expectant fans. In his own words with Reader's Digest magazine, he said, It always struck me as a bit strange. Here, can I write your name down on the back of this till receipt, please? McCartney adds he'd much rather have a conversation with a fan than take a selfie with them understandable and fred durst appears to be teasing the imminent release of the fabled new limp biscuit album the album artist posted online pretty much solidifying things and the post points to a halloween release date so this weekend this halloween will either be extra great for limp biscuit fans or extra scary for the
0: rest hey alexa play the steve reeve podcast
1: didn 't answer their phone for 24 hours because they didn't recognize the number of the rescuers trying to call them yeah trying to call them
0: uh,
1: uh, I've known people with this this uh, affinity I guess this this outlook on life and I, I feel it sometimes too where it's like wow that's not a that's not a number I recognize I'm just not gonna deal with that that just seems like a, a headache but if you're lost <laughs> lost for 24 hours and you're getting phone calls it doesn't matter who it is just answer the phone try to get them to help you i mean there is one thing that comes to mind though that is exactly how annoying scam calls are They're going to make you just want to find your way out of the bush by yourself, which is what this missing individual did. After a full day, they did find their way out to their car and then finally realized when they checked in with rescuers what had gone on. Maybe feeling a little bit sheepish, but at least nobody asked them if they wanted to go on that cruise they may have already wanted. Watching a lot of horror movies this month. Every October I do, and it gets to the point where you start to be able to be get really good at predicting when the like scares are going to happen, or when it's like, oh no, hang on, no wait, this is a fake jump scare. That there it is, there it is. It was just one of their friends, one of the group. But that leaves an opportunity for the real jump scare to get you while you're in your false sense of security. You know the music is going to tell you what's going to be happening ahead of time. The sound effects, everything. You're really good at like reading the language of horror movies. But what happens if the entire horror movie is terrifying? That seems to be the case for what is being deemed the scariest movie of all time for 2021. This is a, uh, a study that was started last year by Broadband Choices, a UK company. Uh, but what they did last year is they put uh, 30 of the top Scariest Movies, according to Reddit and according to different places online, made people watch it. 250 people watch it with heart rate monitors attached. They figured out that Insidious from 2012 was the scariest movie of all time last year. But since then, a 2020 film has taken over. For this year's uh, results, the winner is a movie called Host, a Shutter original. It filmed entirely through Zoom video conferencing. Okay, I can see why it's so terrifying. Um, but apparently it's less than an hour 56 minute runtime scariest movie that you can watch out there I have not seen it yet now I'm dying to but what is the scariest movie you have seen let me know Wednesday we don't need to change our clocks twice a year I think that's silly I get why it's a stress to change that though especially because I think what really makes sense is that you know most of the world, if not like the whole country or whole continent at least should kind of get on board about whether we're doing daylight savings or not, but there was the Alberta referendum, we voted on it just yesterday we found out that it was blocked the permanent daylight savings time idea blocked by less than 3,000 votes, and actually would have been a yes, if only the RMWB votes counted towards it Apparently, we, uh, we, we, we favored the yes answer a little bit more so here, but I guarantee it would have passed provincially if they had asked us if we wanted permanent Standard Time. It's right there in the name, people. Alberta. It's called Standard Time for a reason. Come on. It goes unnamed because it just defies our senses that much. The taste of orange juice after you've brushed your teeth, right? Or, I mean, like any fruit sugary flavor after you've got a lot of mint in your mouth really is what's going on but it seems to be the most prevalent with toothpaste and orange juice toothpaste and orange juice uh even just thinking about it i hate it i hate it it is so bad um and it is honestly the reason that some people just don't even want to brush their teeth when they know that there's orange juice a they'll wait until after the fact right um now tropicana i read this so wrong this morning I, because I'm so opposed to the flavor of orange juice after brushing your teeth that I immediately thought that Tropicana and toothpaste in the same sentence meant that somebody prefers the taste. In fact, there is a toothpaste that has that orangey flavor already in it, like not orange, but the mint and orange combination that defies categorization no no uh, it's it's much better than that thank goodness all is all is okay with this part of the world tropicana has created a toothpaste that they say you won't have to worry about drinking orange juice after it doesn't change the taste of it finally science gets a win
0: thanks for listening to the steve reeve podcast from 100.5 cruise fm
1: dave grohl mincing no words when it comes to interview questions Circling back consistently to that Spencer Eldon guy from the Nevermind album, uh, he's on the cover and he's the guy who recently served Nirvana with a child exploitation lawsuit rather late in the game. But also rather convenient for the 30th anniversary of the release of the album. Grohl tried to stay diplomatic in a recent interview session, but finally said, Listen, he's got a Nevermind tattoo. I don't. It says volumes. Uh, Led Zeppelin have joined the likes of other classic bands like the Beatles and ABBA and started a TikTok account. Oh, yeah. Led Zeppelin is on TikTok. Um, and I guess they're going to be promising some artwork, uh, you know, some specially made graphics, archive performances. Which which sounds pretty cool, and a lot more. And they use their, uh, their hit song, uh, Immigrant Song, to r- uh, make the announcement into something epic. However, you know that between Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, and John Paul Jones, not a single one of them are even aware of what TikTok is. <laughs> okay, maybe they're aware. They're not aware of how to make posts on there, for sure. And finally, there is a brand new trailer for a documentary about Brian Wilson called The Long Promised Road, which I'm sure promises to, well... Not be too long. Does a promise to be pretty harrowing experience. Blue Origin back in the news again. No, not because they're taking any other astronauts from TV shows into space. Uh, but no, uh, Blue Origin, the the company that Jeff Bezos uh, you know has founded as part of the space exploration and expansion push, I guess, is teaming up with Boeing, who are more uh, better associated with with air travel, with just flights within our. Uh, stratosphere within our atmosphere Uh, but Blue Origin and Boeing they have come together because they have plans to build a business park in space 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 or at least in orbit Uh, but also a business park for who exactly the huge question mark from most of us land stuck people of the planet who is this for and why can't they work in a regular business park on the planet one that doesn't take billions of dollars just to get to. Uh, honestly, that is, that is a hell of a commute, I'll give you that. And if you catch the wrong shuttle back, you're not in a different part of the city, you're in a different part of the world. That's a problem. Thursday. I just read a headline yesterday, I had to do a double, maybe even a triple take. The rare triple take. The headline, A ginormous full beaver moon is set to dazzle Metro Vancouver skies. First of all, we all see the same moon, so I mean, I get that it was it was from Vancouver is awesome. That is the article's uh, origin, so I get why it highlighted that location. However, it's like the moon is kind of like a global th- orbits. That never mind. Second of all. It is totally going to be a great night for looking up. Uh, admittedly, the, 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 meat and potatoes of the article, it's absolutely there. The moon is gonna be gorgeous, there's even a few overlapping meteor showers that exact same night, and that night is in November. We don't even have the, uh, the new moon until, like, November 4th, so... The next full one is November 19th. You're, you're not gonna remember that by the time we get there. But, uh, third of all, third of all, Ginormous full beaver moon is what you went with to describe it. I know why. I know exactly why. Because it makes you go, huh? I'm sorry. What was that? And also ginormous full beaver moon. I feel like I've seen that movie before. Elvis Costello and the Imposters have put together a new album uh, due to be released January 14th. A Boy Named If and Other Children's Stories, is uh, as it's called, is uh, Costello putting together a collection of what he calls a journey from the last days of childhood to the moment you're told to stop acting like a child and get tricked into adulthood, basically. Pre-orders are available. Meanwhile, Paul McCartney's The Lyrics Biography is up for Book of the Year award before it even comes out. Now, to be fair, it is out on Tuesday of next week, November 2nd specifically. Nevertheless, the career-spanning book is shortlisted for Waterstone's Book of the Year prize. And there is a petition out, uh, an appeal launched to help a rock and roll, a progressive rock and roll historical touchstone talking about the pub where Sid Barrett and David Gilmore of Pink Floyd first met. It's a pub that is uh, now called the flying pig in honor of the band, but it was used to be called the crown in Cambridge. And that when they met in the late 1950s and the band became huge, it became uh, this mythical location that this year was granted permission to be torn down. However, There's big outcry, and several locals, as well as just huge fans of the band, are going to be putting this appeal together and trying to save the pub. However, a decision is supposed to be made this week about whether it actually comes down or not.
0: You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM.
1: Once again this year, I am enjoying the very, very creative ways that people have envisioned uh, to uh, social distance the candy distribution for Halloween. You know, uh, PVC candy slides, delivery arms swiveling around posts, clothes lines and pulley systems, even just plain old reacher grabbers. I myself developed the Candy Pult last year and it was just made of painted popsicle sticks and, uh... Little tiny cup, you put the candy in there. We got it in the studio last year, this thing shot across the room, so can definitely clear that 6 feet, 2 meters distance for sure. Aim, a little bit less of a situation, but if people want that candy, they're gonna have to work for it, right? Well, now you can add a Lego candy cannon to the list. Uh, The one I just saw was the Rocket Launcher. So named because its design is exclusively for the tube-like rolls of rockets. They're uniform, so loading and launching efficiently is very possible, however, Not an amazing candy. So I'm sure the novelty of being served candy from a piece of LEGO engineering will make up for the fact that it's objectively kind of a boring candy. And at the end of the day, it's all candy. It's all good. Enjoy your trick-or-treating this weekend. Friday. You got to be careful with the candy. We know this now. Uh, You got to make sure you check every single piece. You got to check the collection that gets gathered by the kids. Uh, You know, you got to also maybe take the parent tax while you do so. No harm in that, but you be, get, keep your eyes open, because it's just gotten insane this year. Uh, parents, please check your kids' candy this Halloween. Uh, it could be finding a cinder block in there, or Peloton bike, or, uh, or, or the, the Twilight books, or Vin Diesel. Or many, many other options, many other things that could show up in there that you just weren't expecting, that might be detrimental to your kids' health or even mental health, you know what I mean? It's just a serious situation. You don't want the whole planet Dune in your kids' candy, alright? You don't want Arrakis in there. It's a mess. There's a whole war going on on there. Just, just, just check your kids' candy and make sure that everything's on the up and up. That's all I'm asking. Meet your new professors. Metallica. As if this band hasn't been busy enough lately with the reissue of one of the most seminal heavy metal albums of all time. And of course, the sidekick compilation of the Metallica covers that goes along with it. Um, they are putting their four plus decades of experience. And that's not even collectively. That's, that's all together. Uh, to the, the classroom, to the virtual classroom. They have teamed up with Masterclass launched just yesterday. And they're the very first band to offer classes on that platform and uh, giving you strategies techniques for song writing song playing instruments uh, communication navigating egos which seems extremely extremely important and a lot more apparently a lot more involved in that color me extremely curious meanwhile duran duran say that they've got a biopics uh, in the works uh, this coming from drummer Roger Taylor. He says, I think something will happen in the next few years. There's been some serious successes of late with Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, you know, focusing on Queen and Freddie Mercury, uh, Rocket Man, following the somewhat fictional account of Sir Elton John. And uh, perhaps next is going to be Duran Duran uh, with the, the full on Hollywood biopic treatment. Uh, something something is in the works, though. It does seem to be very little detail at this time. Been just inundated, just just steeping with all kinds of horror movies all through this month, and uh, it's been so much fun. I love doing this every single October. Always looking for recommendations, though, and uh, Ryan, the Rockstar Miller, on the phone right now, uh, you said you've got one, yeah? Well, one of my favorites that I always tell people about, just because like, the story is so like crazy, excuse my language,
0: <laughs> um,
1: it's called Tusk. Oh, yes, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, 100%. Oh, you have seen Tusk. I've seen Tusk a a couple times now, and it is weirder every time. (laughs) I know, a lot of that speaks under a lot of people's radars. They they don't know about that once you tell them, oh, so this guy gets turned into a walrus, and people are like, what the hell are you watching? Like, I'm a fan from way back, and I remember listening to the original podcast when that was discussed when they, they brought up, like I think it was a Reddit post or a Craigslist post or something like that, the guy asking if you would live with him and pretend to be a walrus. <laughs> Insane that it's based yeah. on a sort of real story. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I do remember
0: when you had the
1: podcast talking about that. And I, that movie's not Not for everyone, uh, as I know you know, Ryan, not for everyone by long shot, but it does have Justin Long in it and Haley Joel Osment, by the way, not to mention just the absolutely insane performance from the old fisherman character, the guy who actually puts that ad out there looking for somebody to help befriend him as a walrus it's bizarre uh, what what is your horror movie recommendation
0: transmission over one more steve new podcast episodes happen every friday or just tune into the steve reeve show weekday mornings starting at 5 30 a.m on 100.5 cruise fm